standing with me, a friend and, and former client of mine, and um, she was really feeling kind of out of sorts. Things aren't going there. You know, things are kind of falling apart in a couple of areas of her, of her world. Other areas are doing excellent, but these 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 two uh, these two areas of business and, and and piece of her personal life are just kind of kind of crumbling a little bit, you know. And uh, I had to sit down, have chit chat with her on a personal level, and and uh, you know it it was really chipping away at her confidence. So that's why I'm. I'm changing the topic. I had a completely different topic. I had uh, my little bullet points sitting here for uh, already for you guys. And uh, come out of this conversation, I thought uh, I would uh, just kind of go off book, as it were, and share with you why you don't have confidence and, and how you can get it. Hey, it's Tracy Brigman, uh, back on another wonderful Monday. I hope it's another wonderful Monday for you. Um, I, I know I came out of the gate like that, just kind of a little different, but I'm in a little different spot, and I wanted to share with you that that little different spot. Because that's one of the reasons why I really kind of do this show for you guys. It's it's you know motivation comes at you from from different angles. It's not always about the hoopla, the yippee, the feel good, Tracy. Sometimes it's that that down home, that contemplative guy that that just makes you go, damn. I think he's got a point there, or <laughs> what the heck is he talking about? Either way, it uh, stirs up your your emotional and your mental juices, and maybe gives you that little oomph. Hey, for those of you this is your, that, that may be your first time here, my name's Tracy, the Ace Brinkman, that Ace up your sleeve, and this is Your Success DNA, brought to you from brought to you by Your Success at Last. Dot com. You may be listening to us on Stitcher or iTunes or Blueberry or any of the other uh, places that uh, this podcast shows up, and I, I welcome you. We do this show five days a week. You're going to be getting it free on Mondays. We always do once a week, going to give you that little taste, that little motivational oomph to get you through the day, uh, hopefully through the week. And uh, if you'd like to get the rest of it, I mean, we do like 15 of these shows. We do five of them that are really focused on personal development, motivation. Uh, we do five others that are just kind of give you those daily tips. Actually, those are seven of those. That's 12 shows right there. And then we do another one that's really more focused on speaking. Uh, everything from, you know, uh, improvisational. Wow. That was good speaking. Hey, I want to learn how to speak with that guy. He can't even say the word improvisational. Um, it's really all about everything from doing prepared speeches to practicing your ability to speak uh, off your feet uh, on a whim, as it were, from that 30-second elevator speech. Or, and nowadays, it's really more like a 10-second elevator speech to maybe an hour-long presentation you have to give at a sales meeting or a business convention, whatever it may be. But if you'd like to see some of that, Go on over to YourSuccessLast.com. But before I even pitch the, the, the shows, there's the seven steps to success, the seven critical steps to success that I just want to give you. It's just kind of my gift to you, a little book I whipped together for you guys to kind of show you these things that we all need to be thinking about and quite often tend to forget. So go over there, download that, and, and then try the seven-day free trial. You get all the shows for seven days for free, and then if you like it, Stick around. If you don't, hey, I'll give you your money back. Oh, wait, it's free. There's no money involved. Anyway, as I was talking about confidence, you know, 
we all have areas that we're really confident in. I mean, and you know, it's funny is uh, you say, no, no, I'm not confident in, in most things. And I, I think we're all confident in some areas. I mean, there, there are areas probably that we just take for granted. Right, you're probably pretty confident about brushing your teeth. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, confident about walking. Well, most of us are. Some of us are um, clumsy, but um, you could be confident about driving. Right. Remember the first day you got behind the wheel of a car? Oh, a little shaky, right? Yeah. Did you pop the clutch? Right. First time you hit the brake, did you almost put your mother or father through the windshield? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. How about the first time you drove a stick? If you learn to drive in an automatic, the first time you drove a stick, right? Your confidence was really shaky. But now, you probably do it with ease. Do it without even thinking about it. So there's confidence. There's all kinds of things you're confident in. Um, I think when we talk about why we don't have confidence and how do we get it, I think one of the first areas we have to talk about is some of the reasons why we lack confidence, right? Let's go there first. I mean, usually the reasons we lack confidence range from... Mm, to let's see, oh gosh, reasons we lack confidence. Oh, I don't know, lack of skill and experience, right? Um, we're afraid. <laughs> we're scared, right? For good reasons or not so good reasons. Uh, we maybe too harshly judge ourselves, uh, and quite often have far too high expectations. We can break those down briefly a little bit here. High expectations. I mean, so often we look at something we want to do, something we're going to do, or something we have to do and we set really high expectations uh, one of the things that come to mind is that that perfectionism syndrome oh I've got to do it perfect because I got to get this together and that together and that together and that together before I even gonna start it yeah well, by the time you get all those things together probably don't need to do it or it's too late uh, so I mean it's those excessive expectations uh, that you've got to you gotta, I'm, I'm not saying lower your expectations to yourself what I'm saying is you know what something 80% done at 80% well is better than nothing done at a hundred percent that's uh, it's just my opinion uh, again like I say to you all the time don't just take my opinion and say hey, it's gospel because it's not right oh I know that Tracy of course it's not but you know take some of the ideas I share with you and some of the ideas you have and, and use the ones that are useful the ones that aren't, eh, throw them away. You're, gonna, you're not going to, no skin off my nose. Self-judgment, self harsh self-judgment. Oh, my goodness. Do you undermine yourself in this area, right? Do you just kind of beat yourself up? Oh, I can never do that. Oh, I always screw up. Or, or, or do you have that imposter syndrome? Yeah. Are you doing something people are, you know, people say, wow, he does that so well. And you're thinking, and you're kind of on shaky ground. And you think, oh, my goodness. They're going to find out that I'm really scared about doing this, that, that I might be a fraud, huh? Right? You What's really weird is um, the natural tendency for our mind is negative. Ooh, yeah. And, and I'm Mr. Positive, right? I, I don't want it to be negative. But if you, if you study any Eastern philosophy going way back, you'll know they learned that a long time ago. Us folks on the western side of the hemisphere of the world, yeah, we're we're thinking, hey, it's all roses and and, and positivity. It's not. We get to work for that. Okay, so that's that's why we got to monitor these things. Fear, false evidence, appearing real. You guys have heard me talk about this one before. We spend a lot of time being afraid of things, and we're afraid of these things probably for the next two reasons, amongst other reasons. I'm I'm trying to get into the good stuff. How how do we get the confidence? Uh, fear comes with that lack of experience. You haven't done it, 
So you're kind of afraid to do it, right? I mean, there might be something exciting about trying it, yeah? But you're a little bit afraid to do it. Oh, you're a lot afraid to do it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I didn't mean to cough in your ear there. Uh, and with that lack of experience comes lack of skill. Maybe you have a little bit of experience, but you're just not that good at it yet, right? And talk about the driving thing, right? First time you got behind the wheel, no experience, very little skill, very little confidence. So you've got to build that up. And there's a there's there's a cycle there's a wheel for it and and this wheel is kind of you know a never ending wheel and I'll, I'll set this up for you and I think what I'm going to do is later on this week I'll post the wheel in an image we'll do one of those nice infographics for you and that way you can have something to uh, to hang up or at least to print off or look at and see oh that's what he was talking about but the wheel starts as most things do with knowing what it is you're trying to accomplish right setting a clear goal as it were understanding where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do, how you're trying to do it. Because without that, <laughs> what are you really trying? You're going to have this gray cloud of, oh, I think I'm going to try this. And, and you're going to, that's going to weed away and, and, and foster the fear. So first, let's be clear on what we're trying to accomplish. Do we want to learn how to hit the ball farther or harder or more accurately? Right? Which one do we want to do first? Do we want to learn to do them all? Maybe we need to start with one of them. Then, you want to learn the skills. And when you learn the skills, what comes with that? Practice. How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. Uh, when it comes to speaking, and I spent about 10 years in Toastmasters, I've never been really afraid of public speaking, but I do have to admit, I still get the butterflies in my tummy when I get in front of an audience. I love doing it, though. And I only got better at it from practicing the skills and in a, in a place like Toastmasters was an awesome place to do it because the program they take you through teaches you each little nuance of public speaking one at a time stacking those skills on top of another so you gotta practice those skills when I watched my daughter and I went through it myself doing cheerleading you gotta practice the basics and the basics lead into the medium skills and the medium skills lead into the advanced skills and the advanced skills lead into the oh my god did you see that girl in the air flipping 18,000 times skills right you gotta practice and after the practice you have to apply them effectively. This is one of this is one of the places where a lot of people fall off. Practicing skills important. Applying them effectively really important to build your skills because if you learn how to swing that bat perfectly, right, and hit that ball, but you don't keep applying that new skill, you're not going to build up any confidence. Okay? You want to get focused on that one pow Right, and as you get better at it, you get into that. Your comfort zone will grow into that area, and that fear and that anxiety and that self-doubt will dwindle away. Right, you got to be mindful of what it is you're trying to do. Now, this leads into the next one. So you've practiced the skills, you've learned the skills, and you've practiced them. You started applying them. Right, you're getting better at it. Now you got to start looking at: Am I getting better? Am I getting closer to my goal? So you want to review. Right, sit back. Pause and review. I do this. This goes into my, my whole goal-setting program. This is a big piece of it. Because if you don't take a moment to review, then you won't know where you're going wrong or where you're going right. And when you're going right, you'll take the time to acknowledge that. Hey, wow, I used to miss every time I swung. Now I'm missing only 50% of the time. And there's a confidence that goes with that. Because you're going to say, hey, now I'm only missing half the time. Even if you say it negatively, I'm still missing half the time you got to think about it. Yeah, I'm still hitting half the time, though, too, right? 
Yeah, right. That's why. So there you go. So take the time and assess your results. Okay. And after you assess your results, what are you going to do? You're going to modify your practice and your uh, effective techniques as you need to. All right. Well, I'm hitting half the time. And the half the time I'm missing, it's when this happens or when that happens. And then what you're going to do is you're going to learn the next set of skills that enhances that. Now you're hitting 75% of the time, right? Then 80% of the time. And you keep assessing the results and modifying. But the one step I want to make sure you add in there to come full circle is to review where you're going. Because here's what's going to happen. I'm not just going to keep using the, the swinging the baseball or the driving analogy. But in your life and in your goals, you'll start heading towards a goal. And as you get a quarter or halfway there, you may realize... This isn't really my goal. I'm not headed where I wanted to. I thought I wanted to do this when I started, and I really did when I started. But now, yeah, I'm, I'm really not liking this so much. There's a gentleman I listened to, and, and he was afraid of flying. And so he started, but he wanted to learn to fly, and he started learning to fly. There's a lot of studying that goes with that. He, he tells the stories over and over again, and it has some great stories behind them. But the thing is, he... He he got his 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 license to fly, and he started flying, and he got about this passion for it. And he had a reason for doing it, and then he stopped doing it because the reason he was going to do it, it just wasn't there anymore. So then he stepped back and said, "Well, do I still want to fly for the enjoyment of flying? Because I don't longer have that reason I originally had." And he sat down and says, "You know what? I I really enjoy flying." So now he applied his skills in a new arena. It wasn't so much for getting himself to his speaking engagements. It was more about just enjoying the, the sheer pleasure of flying. So your goals can change. And it's not that you're quitting a goal. It's just different. It's changed. So those are the reasons why you probably don't have the confidence. And those are some of the ways you can get that confidence. So, and I'm not going to go 20 minutes today. I'm sorry. I've done this in the past. But I want you to remember one of the rules that kind of come with this. Here's the thing. You've got to take action. And that's why I keep saying, closing all my shows with think successfully and take action. Because when it comes to confidence, so many people say, well, as soon as I feel the confidence about a certain situation, that's when I'm going to do it. When I feel confident enough to walk up to that, that beautiful woman I keep seeing at the restaurant or at work, then I'm going to ask her. No, 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 no. You have to do, and then the feelings of confidence come later. It's the action. It's taking the action. It's actions that give you confidence, not waiting for the perfect situation. Because you know what? It might never come. So once again, there you go. Think successfully. Take action. Talk to you soon.